1100, home of the Indians. Welcome to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Now your host, Angelo Petiti. Good morning and welcome to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Boy, what a, what a difference a week makes. Uh, last Saturday, um, we were around 40 degrees and uh, everything out there looked like it was um, still winter, dormant, and... Uh, Within one week, we have seen uh, pears bloom, flowering crabs starting to bloom, and uh, uh, all kinds of uh, flowering plants uh, coming out of the ground. So the uh, spring is definitely here, and uh, just in one week with the warm weather that we had and uh, a little bit of rain, amazing what uh, amazing what Mother Nature has done uh, very quickly. Uh, anyway, the uh, some of the things that the, the kind of... Uh, really pay attention to this week um this, you know you got this is the last uh, week that you really got uh, a chance to put your crabgrass control down so if you haven't put it down i would definitely put it on the list to get it done in the next few days and uh, you know don't forget that you know if you're going to seed use the one for seeding uh also apply growbacks at the same time growbacks uh will take care of the grubs and also uh, other insects in your lawn. So this is the perfect time to do it. We got uh, good moisture in the ground, so just uh, really uh, perfect timing. The uh, you know make sure that as you're uh, planting, uh, especially if you're going to be planting in the ground, uh, work your work your soil with uh, the uh, planting mix and also with uh, you know use a uh, soil. Uh, uh, you know, uh, a clay buster so that you have a, a, a real good uh, mix in there uh, to plant with that gives you aeration uh, and everything else. So the, uh, you know, the soil perfector definitely uh, keeps the air, the air and also keeps the moisture in and out of the, uh, you know, out of the soil. Uh, when you go to put your pots, uh, don't, I would not use last year's soil. If you still got the last year's soil in your pots, I would not throw it away. I would definitely use it as a compost to mix it in your flower beds or um, any, uh, you know, any of the, the soils that you have that uh, you want to work it in. Uh, but not a good idea to replant your flowers or your vegetables in that uh, same soil that you had last year. When you go to fill your pots up, uh, best thing to do is use the uh, Petiti planting mix, uh, use soil perfector with it, work it in. That gives you a really good uh, um, mix and a very uh, you know aerated but heavy enough to where it'll hold the it'll hold the moisture. Um, when you're all done, just go ahead and mix uh, Osmocote with the uh, with the soil. Great, uh, you know, that'll make just a fabulous uh, planting soil that you can plant anything in. Uh, in the ground, when you're planting, you know, when you're all done, I would also use uh, Biotone. Uh, work that with uh, into the soil. That that's a great root uh, uh, stimulator. It will it will definitely enhance the uh, the rooting of all the plants that you put in there. Or water your plants with uh, Petiti Plant Starter. That uh, that will give you a great rooting. It's got all the hormones in there that you need to um, to, uh, to to get the plants uh, going and rooting. Um, also, another thing, when you're all done planting, uh, whether it be vegetable garden or uh, uh, 
flowers or uh, trees or shrubs. Uh, use preen. Preen will take care of all the preventing all the weeds from coming up. Uh, you can use that right over the mulch. Uh, that is really the, the best time to use preen is when you're all finished. Uh, because if you walk on it and you rake it or you work uh, that soil, what that is going to do, uh, it disturbs it and it breaks the web uh, that, that um, uh, prevents the weeds from, uh, from germinating. Uh, if you have not, uh, you know, fed all your shrubs, uh, this is a great time to do it. Uh, like I said there's good moisture there. The plants are just now starting to, to get going. Plant tone and iron tone, you can use that on all your flowering, uh, shrubs and trees and, uh, holly tone and iron tone on all your evergreens. Uh, if they retain needles or foliage from last year, just go ahead and, uh, feed them. Uh, there's been dandelions that definitely showed up the last uh, few days, and uh, so did some of the other weeds uh, in your lawn. Uh, you can go ahead and use either Weed Be Gone or Weed Beater Ultra as a liquid, or you, you can apply Step 2, uh, Weed and Feed. Uh, the best time to do that is in the morning when there's dew on the ground. Uh, you really want that to stick uh, to the weeds, so that's uh, that's how you're going to get 100% coverage. That's how you're going to get your best results uh, from doing that. The... Um, also, on you know spider mites with uh, with the heat that came on, you know they're starting to to show a sign of them. Uh, you will find that you know those will be on especially on the spruces, burning bush, viburnum, many of the perennials, the clematis. Um, you you want to make sure that you go ahead and spray those. Uh, the best thing to, uh, to spray them with is bio advanced insect disease and mite control. Neem oil also works very well. Insecticidal soaps also works well. Uh, the uh, neem oil and the insecticidal soap, you want to use that uh, about every um, uh, four or five days. Uh, you want to do it a couple of times so that uh, in case uh, you didn't get it all, uh, that uh, that will uh, that will take care of it. Uh, the same thing with, you know, on your clematis, you, uh, the powder mildew, you know, we're just getting into the uh, uh, as the warm weather comes on, the clematis have a tendency to get that fungus on it. You want to get ahead of it. Spray with copper fungicide now, and then when it comes the end of May, as you start to see that the heat really stays consistent, I would go ahead and spray them again. Uh, that will give you uh, protection to make sure that uh, the um, you know that fungus doesn't set on the plant, where sometimes it can kill as much as half of the plant. It doesn't kill the whole plant, but it definitely takes a lot of the flowers out. Um, last week I mentioned some of the some of the uh, some of the best plants for you to look for. Um, I'll finish you know some of the the varieties there. Uh, on the hydrangea, you know, look for uh, double delight, the wedding gown, the double delight series got quite a few of them in there. Um, the uh, rhythmic blue uh, uh, hydrangea. Uh, it's a beautiful blue, ever blooming. This thing just never stops blooming. Uh, LA Dreaming is another one that uh, just uh, it starts blooming and it does not quit. Uh, in the paniculadas, you want to look for Bobo. A uh, quick, little quick fire that's more of a dwarf. The quick fire is a, is a large plant that'll get to be six to seven feet. The little quick fire is more like about three to three and a half feet. Uh, great plants, beautiful color. They pretty much bloom. Uh, they, they have a new fresh bloom on there all the time. Pinky Winky. Uh, it's another one that uh, it's a great um, it's a great plant. Uh, uh, the uh, you know that will give you a lot of color through the summer, and then it, it changes from a pink to a, um, a kind of a blush, and then it goes into a, a red, a, you know, very deep, uh, you know, very deep red. Uh, little goblin uh, in the ilex. Uh, it's a it's a really good one. 
um, you know, the, the heavy berry is another one that gives you a lot of color at this time. You know, the, the foliage in the fall, it gives you the berries, you know, for the winter. Uh, you need a, you do, you do need a male. So with those, make sure that you plant Southern gentlemen with it. That what, that's what will give you the, um, the the berries and that that's what that's what really takes the in order for them to, to you know to bury up uh, the in the portentellas the proven winner portentellas are by far the best uh, they um, there's one called happy face that's a yellow and the other one the happy face pink uh, the, these will never go out of bloom once they start blooming in the spring they will bloom all through the summer late into the fall a very a very dwarf uh, great plant for the landscape. Um, the, uh, the you know fine line is another one that's uh, it's a great uh, upright. Uh, you can also use this one in the in pots if you're doing uh, large containers. Uh, great pot to use in there in the spireas. The the proven winner, the double play series, just absolutely spectacular from a, a color. Uh, they're dwarf. They're, they don't get to be uh, large at all. Beautiful foliage color, uh, but the same thing. They start blooming. They just don't stop uh, late. Uh, you know, late into the year. Um, in the lilacs, Miss Kim is still one of the best ones. And you know, one of the most reliable uh, color-wise. The uh, bloomerang dark purple of all the bloomerangs. That's the only one that's really has performed quite well. It's got it's a repeat bloomer. Uh, it's got a fragrance to it, and that's uh, really a great uh, great plant for the landscape. Uh, Palabin, the Myrae. This that's another one that's uh, it's a very reliable uh, bloomer. Uh, it's got the um, not only it's got the fragrance, it's a dwarf. Uh, it gets to stay nice and bushy pretty much all, uh, all uh, on its own. Uh, just a great, great landscape plant for, um, you know, for our landscape. Uh, viburnums, these will do very well in a partial shaded area. If you have uh, four or five hours of sunlight and the rest of it is shade, uh, they will perform very well in there. The, the, you know, the, the Chicago Luster, uh, great one for color, foliage, and berries. Uh, the Cardinal Candy, this is this by far one of the one that berries up more than anything else, more than any other variety out there. The Shasta. Uh, the same thing there, a lot of berries, a lot of color, also in the fall, the fall color on, on some of these viburnum is quite spectacular. A lot of the new uh, Wygelias, you know, the, the Sonic series, uh, great plant, midnight wine, uh, beautiful deep color, uh, it's almost a, a wine burgundy color on it, um, dwarf. Uh, great, uh, great plant for the landscape. The uh, Maimone, it's a variegated uh, uh, Wygelia, very dwarf, uh, does extremely, extremely well in our area. And um, fine wine is another one. That's a, re it's a dwarf with a really deep uh, maroon color uh, foliage. And uh, date night, uh, that's another one that's uh, just uh, absolutely uh, fantastic plants for the land. These are. Uh, rebloomers, uh, the foliage stays nice and strong all summer, and the uh, the color on the foliage just stays absolutely spectacular. So you're getting the bloom, the repeat blooming, and you're getting uh, a tremendous uh, you know foliage color all summer. And the best thing to do on wygelias and, and spireas, make sure that you do cut them back hard in the spring and uh, feed them. And through the summer, just uh, they bloom on new wood. So cutting them back, it just will generate a lot more color. You are listening to Gardening with Andrew. Our phone number is area code 216-578-1100, We're going to take a very short pause. Be right back. At the TD's, 
Hi, this is AJ Petiti. Petiti says everything you need to brighten your yard. Save 40% off our amazing trees and shrubs, plus our beautiful hanging baskets, our buy two, get one free. They're all Petiti grown right here in Cleveland and delivered fresh daily to all of our stores. Stop into Petiti's for the highest quality and best value plants in Northeast Ohio. And shop from our amazing selection of all-weather patio furniture and dining sets, now 40% off. And now is the best time to get your yard looking its best and ready for the season. Pick up a Scott's four-step program at any Petiti's and save big with a mail-in rebate. And now extended through Sunday, get a $20 Petiti gift card with your purchase. Don't forget to pick up a bag of Grub-X at great savings. Stop in at Petiti's for these great savings and so much more. And Petiti's has partnered with Scott's miracle Grow to collect donations for the Cleveland Clinic Children's Hospital. Help us to create a more comforting care experience for these amazing children and their families. At Petiti's Home and Garden Center Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number 216 578 1100 or 216 578 1111. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. Hello. Yes, good morning. How are we doing? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. Um, I have a plumeria. Uh, I bought it maybe 12 years ago. At the uh, flower show, uh-huh. and it bloomed every year for leaves only, and I was getting to the point of just tossing it. Well, it bloomed this year. It started in November, and it's still blooming. But I was wondering about repotting. It's about two and a half feet tall. Uh, you, uh, what I would do is, uh, yeah, the repotting would definitely do that plant a lot of good. Um, what I would do is take the the bottom of the uh, of take it out of the uh, take it out of the pot, take the bottom, take about two to two and a half inches off at the bottom, and then on the side, if you can just with your fingers kind of scrape off about it, go in like about an inch, inch and a half into the plant, scrape everything off. There's a lot of dead tissues there, and then if there's any roots that they are bigger than a pencil, just go ahead and uh, cut them with a uh, with a pruner, remove all of those. And then kind of try to break inside as as you go through. Kind of try to break on the sides the soil a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, then put a layer of uh, soil at the bottom. Place the plant back in and uh, re, you know re put uh, potting soil all the way around. Water oh. water it in well. And then I would just go ahead and uh, I would put a, just a little bit of osmocote on there. And uh, uh, and do it again in about three months. Uh, put the asthma coat again in about three months from now, uh, and uh, you should have uh, you should be able to regenerate all new roots, all new fiber roots all the way around. Uh, the plants should do extremely, extremely well. Okay, what about fertilizer? Uh, asthma coat. I just okay. said, yeah. Put the asthma coat around about every three months. Three months. Okay. All right. And it's shaped like a slingshot. It's got one main stem, and then I've got two that branch off. Yeah. Is that a problem? No, no, not at all. Okay. No. Okay. And is this a tree or a bush? It's a bush, but it could be made into a tree. Okay. And, and what size pot should I use? Um, you know, depending on the size that it is, uh, I would use like either a 12 or a 14 inch. 12 or 14? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank uh, you very much. All right, well, you have a great day. Thank yeah. you, you too. Bye-bye. Mm, Bye. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, Good morning, Angelo. How are we doing? 
I'm just wonderful on this beautiful day. We're looking forward to some yard work today. Yes. Um, I had a couple of questions. We did not get to putting um, dormant oil on our fruit trees. And what would you suggest we put on now? Um, All-season oil? All-season oil will work very well. Okay, okay, great. Um, And would that be what I would put on the snowball bush that every year gets so many holes? I, I, I never see a bug. But there's so many holes, little holes that just totally decimate the leaves, and I hardly get any bloom. Yeah, I would. Um, go, I would go ahead and spray that now. I would. I would spray with eight. Oh, okay. Eight. Okay. okay. Uh, and then what I would do as soon as the uh, the buds start to show up, I would go ahead and spray it again. Eight will last about uh, twelve to fourteen days. Okay. And uh, that uh, that should prevent. If you get ahead of it, that will prevent that from happening. Okay, okay. I also have a hollyhock that's just starting, it's just coming up, but I always have a problem, even if I put stuff on it. It seems like I have a problem with my hollyhock getting the, the, the brown on the leaves and they start wrinkling up and my flowers are beautiful, but then I have these horrible looking leaves. Do I yeah. not start early enough? Yeah, I would on? use, I would use the, uh, you know, I would use, uh, a, the fungicide on there, uh, you know, the uh, um, you want to get you know the copper fungicide on it now. Okay. Uh, as soon as the as soon as the 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 stems and the foliage starts to form, I would just go ahead and spray that. Uh, that will help prevent that. Okay, and then how often would I do that? Just follow the instructions. Uh, I would I would do that. Uh, you know, kind of as the weather goes. Uh, if we get in the the hotter the, the temperature. Uh, I would do it like maybe uh, once a week for about two, uh, two three weeks, uh, and then from then on it should be you know it should be okay on its own. Okay, okay, all right, um, great. Thank you very much. All right, Have a we en- day. enjoy your day. Yeah, bye bye. Bye bye. Morning, Angelo. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Yara Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. How are you? Good. How are we doing? Good. Um, I spoke to you a while back about my holly bushes, and you suggested that I cut them back. Well, I did that. I have two questions concerning them. How do I identify which is the male or the female plant? And if I only have the one type, will they be able to sustain themselves and flourish on their own? Yeah, they'll. I mean, from a, a growing standpoint, uh, they'll be just fine whether you have a male or not. Where, uh, from a bearing up standpoint, uh, that you would not have the berries there um, on the on the holly. The way you can tell them apart, generally, uh, the male holly uh, it's not as full, and generally it's more of an upright. It's got the branches go kind of straight up and not um, not very uh, not very full. The female is extremely extremely full. Um, it really does not have a, you know the, the extremely dense body. Uh, they're very vi- they're very visible uh, from you know just by looking at them. You can tell you can tell them apart. They look different. Uh, one I said one is very uh, much more open, uh, m- many more straight up branches, and the female is uh, extremely extremely thick on the inside. Oh, excellent! All right. Well, thank you so much. All right. You have a great day. Bye bye. Hi. Morning, Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. Great. How are oh, you? Good. I'm doing fine. Sun's out. That's that's a good start. Yes. 
Um, I was going to uh, overseed my lawn. Unfortunately, the uh, fertilizing company I have uh, put down a um, um, crabgrass crabgrass control. Yeah, without against actually my my direct orders, but it's too late now. And I can't put new seed down there. What can I do to the lawn uh, at this point um, to kind of invigorate it? I was I was thinking of going ahead with the dethatching uh, and just put. You know, some more fertilizer and maybe some lime down. But yeah, the so. detaching, the detaching would definitely help, especially if you have a, um, uh, if there's a, you know, a a buildup of thatch into the lawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the detaching would definitely help. It would also uh, get some air and uh, really eliminate and uh, open up an area for water to flow a lot better into the soil. And the liming it, if they have not done that, I would definitely uh, strongly recommend that because the, uh, the way our soil drains over here, uh, our pH is always on the lower side. Uh, and when the pH is on the lower side, uh, the fertilizer uh, only releases partially. You're really not getting the full benefit of, um, of of whatever you apply on your lawn. So I would definitely recommend that uh, uh, to lime it. I would use the uh, the one called the lightning lime. It's a it's a quick release. As soon as it gets uh, hits the ground, it reacts. Um, uh, but uh, the the uh, too bad that you cannot oversee it because that would have been really uh, a perfect. This is really a perfect time to do it with the uh, the temperatures and the moisture that we have. Yeah. But the no. next best the next best thing is detaching and uh, apply lime and then apply fertilizer to it. Okay. Is there? I heard you talk about you know that soil protector or sweet pea. Would be any advantage <clears throat> to putting either of those down? Uh, I mean, you could put if you were seeding. I think you know using sweet peat over the top, it would have um, it would have helped. Uh, but I think I would uh, you know what I would do now. I would when it comes this fall, uh, when it comes in late August, that would be the the next perfect time uh, to go ahead and put uh, do the detaching, uh, put the overseeding, and then at that time you could put a very light coating of sweet peat on there uh, to really bed it in. Uh, and help it, but I think uh, you know if you're not going to oversee, the best thing for now would be to just um, go ahead and put the um, uh, you know put the, the lime down and put you know the, you could put a little a little, bit, a little bit of a layer of sweet pea that does help. It's a great organic; it mm-hmm. works right in there. Um, but uh, but I would definitely uh, put it on your schedule when it comes in uh, late August, early September. Uh, to to do that, uh, detaching, and uh, that's how you can revitalize that lawn uh, to be absolutely, um, you know, brand new. Is that the latest time in the fall? Is that the latest you yeah. would recommend? Yeah, you you want to do it? You want to do it uh, between the the last week of August and the last week of September? Okay. Uh, that that is really the uh, the, the the optimum. Uh, you know, time span so that the the soil, the seeds got plenty of time to germinate um, and get established before it goes into winter. Okay. All right. All right. Very good. All okay. right. Thanks very much. Yep. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye bye. Morgan Angelo. Angelo. Good morning. Good to talk to you. I have a Bloomstruck hydrangea. It's been in two years. This will be the third summer for it. Uh, it kept on its leaves on quite a long time last fall, but I got them all picked up. And uh, now two branches on one side is full of green growth. The rest of it doesn't have any on it. Yeah, I would just go ahead and cut, cut back um, the, uh, the dead wood 
and also cut back uh, the ones that uh, the only two branches, whatever you have the growth on there, kind of mm-hmm. shape it, you know, cut that back uh, maybe about a, a third of the way down. Uh, that's a great plan. It will come. It will come out of the ground. Good. Um, and they, you, it will, you will get blooms on them. It blooms on new wood. So, uh, oh, yeah, that that no. does not bloom on old. It blooms on old wood, but more important, it blooms on new wood. So, what you're going to get, you're going to get some the early flowers off of the old wood, and then you're going to get all the new flowers off of the the new the new wood as the new flower as the new wood comes out of the ground. Okay, so and just cut it back a third. Yeah, I would just cut it back a third, so you shape it up a little bit and remove any any of the dead wood. Um, let that uh, you know, let that regenerate right out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. great. So when it starts and, coming and out fe- of the and, ground, and feed it. I would feed it. I would feed it uh, holly tone and iron tone now, and do that again at the end of June. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Thank All you right. very much. Have a great day. Yep. Bye bye. You too. Morning, Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Uh, I have a question about my garlic and rhubarb. Last week, I put on uh, bulb tone on both of the uh, rows. I have a whole row of garlic okay. and a whole row of rhubarb. Should I use Osmocote on? No. Can I put you on hold? We're, yes. We're going to go to the news. We'll be right back. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Hi, this is AJ Petiti. Petiti says everything you need to brighten your yard. Save 40% off on our amazing trees and shrubs, plus our beautiful hanging baskets are buy two, get one free. They're all Petiti grown right here in Cleveland and delivered fresh daily to all of our stores. Stop into Petiti's for the highest quality and best value plants in Northeast Ohio. And shop from our amazing selection of all-weather patio furniture and dining sets, now 40% off. Plus, check out our full lineup of grills. Stop into Petiti's today for these great savings and so much more. For more than 10 years, Angelo Petiti has been a big believer in using sweet peat because its versatility and performance for so many different projects. As a mulch, it looks beautiful and suppresses weeds, but it also slowly releases nutrients and retains moisture. As a compost, sweet peat loosens compacted soil and promotes microbial growth and vargarious root growth. It's perfect for bountiful organic vegetables and herbs and keeps flower beds colorful all season. Angelo Petiti highly recommends using sweet peat for your gardening projects. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, 578-1100 or 578-1111. Uh, we're back. Okay, I'm here. Go ahead. Uh, my question was, I used bulb tone a week ago on my garlic and my row of rhubarb. Should I use Osmocote on... No, no, that uh, you really don't want to do that. Uh, that would make uh, make them grow so much and so fast. Uh, the the uh, all the uh, nutrients would go to the foliage versus going to the bulb. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and, uh, you just stay. You know, just, I would go ahead and repeat that again. Uh, once you get into at the end of um, May, early June, because you really want to get those bulbs uh, to expand. Um, but that, the uh, bulb tone, I mean. The, bulb tone, yes. Yeah, bulb yeah, tone on. Yeah. Okay, end of May, beginning of June. Yeah. And that should take care of me for that, the rest that of should, the year. That should pretty much take care of it uh, until you harvest the garlic, yes. Yeah, okay. Very good. Thank you very much. All right, have a great day. You too, mm, Angela. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Morning, Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good, good morning. How are we doing? Okay, how are you? Excellent. Okay, uh, my flower bed soil is soft and it holds no moisture. What do you recommend? Um, I would use the uh, the soil perfector. 
Okay. Uh, work that in uh, with your with your soil. Mm-hmm. Um, is it um, is it is it compacted or is it nice and loose? How does yeah, it? Yeah, it's loose. It's loose. Yeah, I would just go ahead and use some uh, the the soil perfector in there. I would go ahead and put some planting mix, work that into the soil that gives you the structure, uh-huh. um, and that that will hold the uh, the soil perfector will hold the moisture into the into the pebbles, and then as it gets warm, it releases it and it also really aerates the soil uh, tremendously. Okay, so would I use sweet peat over that? You, you can you can mix sweet peat with the soil. Okay, and also, uh, is it time to put the uh, Christmas cactus out? Uh, I would definitely put them out now. Uh, they, um, you know, the the temperatures are just perfect. I would go ahead and feed them. Uh, put a little bit of osma goat on there. Okay. Um, and then put osma goat again on there in about uh, sixty to ninety uh, to ninety days. Okay. Uh, you, you'll be you should be pretty well set for the summer. For, you know, for the year until you're ready to put them out at the end of um, September uh, through the end of October to get the, to get the chill. Okay, thank you very much. All right, you have a great day. Thank you. Mm, bye bye. Bye. Morning, Good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. How are we doing? I'm doing good. Is this Angelo? Yes, it is. Okay. Good morning. Um, I have a problem. I have a lily of the valley that is in the front of my house in a planter that is spreading all over, and it's not something I want to keep. It's not something I like. And I want to know, what do I do to get rid of it? Okay, so you have it in a pot, but it's spreading? No, no. It's in. It's actually in in my flower bed. In your flower bed, okay. Well, and this year it's like doubled in size. Yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, lily of the valley is uh, not an easy one to get rid of. So the the worst thing you can do is pull it. Uh, the more okay. you pull it, the more it multiplies. Uh, do, do you have Do you have anything else planted in there? Oh yeah, I have all my uh, my little bushes. Um, uh, I have bushes, I have flowers, I have, at the, you know, it's the front of my house. Okay, what I would do is, um, the, the only way you're going to be able to get rid of it, you're going to have to spray it with the Roundup, and I would use Roundup Concentrated. So what you need to do, the, your um, your other bushes and, and the um, perennials, I would just go ahead and kind of wrap them. Um, or put a bucket over them. Somehow you're gonna have to to cover all the foliage and the plant so that you can get the the roundup right over it. Uh, if it's a small area, uh, you could actually use the roundup, put the roundup in a bucket, and use a sponge and kind of brush the sponge right over the uh, the lily of the valley. Um, and that um, you know, but you're gonna have to be persistent. That's gonna take you quite a while to get rid of the. Uh, all it takes is you missing a few, uh, uh, you know, pips and the, the right zones. They just keep right on. You know, they're they're very very tough uh, uh, and very persistent. So you're gonna have to stay on it. Uh, you, you when you do it the first time, you're gonna kill a lot of it. But about uh, two to three two to three weeks later, you're gonna see it. Some of it I'll try to come back. As you see it starting up, just go ahead and hit it again. Um, and that's what it's going to take to get rid of. But that's going, oh, to, be, wow. that's going, to, be an all, that's going to be an all-year project. You know, this is the front of my house, so I want to make sure that I can use that planter to plant other plants. Is right. it going to um, deter from me doing that? Well, the uh, the only thing that you in know, that area, I suppose. Huh? Yeah, in that area, you, you know, for this year, uh, you're going to have to forego some of the other planting in different areas. 
Uh, but you're gonna, you know, in order to get rid of it, it's basically gonna take you uh, a good part of uh, the spring and early summer uh, to get rid of it. It just the the worst thing that you can do is turn that soil over, cut up those pips. With the more you cut them, the more they multiply. Uh, that, then that's exactly what I did last year. Yeah, that that's kind of what happens to them. So I say pulling them, you know, using a a, a, a trowel or a spade to, to get them out. And the, the more you cut them up, the more they just multiply like crazy. So, okay. So that's uh, um, you know, that's what I would uh, you know, it, it's going to take you a little while uh, and some patience uh, to get it uh, to get it out of there. Uh, okay. But, it, but it's not a uh, it's not not something that you do at one time and it's done. Okay. Okay. Next question. I've never used sweet pea. Okay. And I I uh, just made a new planter um, by close to the street that I wanted to get some annuals in. Uh huh. Um, do I mix like regular padding soil? Yeah, I, I would. I, I would mix planting mix and sweet pea together if you want to do that. Um, okay, uh, I'm going to be out today to get yeah, some. Yeah, and just that. just uh, work that in. Um, okay. it, it works phenomenal. And then when, whenever you're all done planting, uh, just uh, put as you can actually mix osmocote right into the mix, and then okay. in a pot, osmocote will last about sixty to seventy days. Uh, okay. in, in a soil, uh, last about ninety to hundred days. Okay. One more question. I heard you say about the dandelions. Okay, I'm using the stage, the four stages. Okay, okay. of the spats. And the yard looked beautiful. I had the most pretty yard in the um, in the neighborhood. The dandelions came up like I have never seen in my life. So you is just, that because of something I used? Is no, no. It's no, not. It no, has nothing to do with the stage. No. No, okay. what happened? Okay. I mean, dandelions, just remember, when they come into bloom and they seed up, all it takes is a little bit of wind, and they can carry their seed every which way, anywhere. Um, what I would, did you, did you just use step one? Yes. Okay. Then what I would do, I would just get a, either we be gone. Okay. Uh, and just go ahead and use a liquid, spray it with that. That will take care of it. Since you just fed the lawn, wait to put the uh, the step two until the end of uh, the end of May. Okay, okay. And then I do, can I have one more question? Sure. Any suggestion of perennials for the shade? I have tr I have a lot of shade in my yard, and I love flowers. Uh, yeah, um, uh, you can use. You know, of course, the hostas would be one, a stilby. I have those. A okay. uh, the, a lot of new varieties of a stilby. Um, okay. A lot of, you know, a lot of my rebloomers uh, through the summer. Um, the, uh, 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 some of the, uh, uh, the variety of ferns uh, that, uh, you know, that will give you okay. some, some nice color. A lot, a lot of different varieties of the ferns that have uh, really great, um, great color. Uh, you know, okay. and uh, some of them are on the dwarfer side, maybe like uh, 18 inches. Uh, okay. they, they make a, a really a great texture in there. Um, you can use, uh, you know, some of the uh, Lantern Rose will do very well in there. Uh, and what is it called? Lantern Rose. Uh, there, there's, there's also, if, at the stores, they can give you a whole list when you go there. Uh, that okay. you can kind of really look at them and see what what okay. what you prefer, but there's a long list of uh, shade perennials that you can put in. Okay. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. All right. We well, have a great day. Yeah. You bye bye. Too. Bye bye. Morgan Angelo. Hello. Oh, hello, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Good, and you? Excellent. Thank you. Oh, you sound good. <laughs> That's a, a little bit of. Uh, uh, 
pollen out there is starting to take a little bit of effect. <laughs> yeah, it just is all, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a snowball bush, and there's something, by gosh, it gets on those leaves uh, that just leaves like a, looks like lace when they're done with it. And that poor snowball bush keeps coming back and coming back. What do I do? What happens? I, I would well. You uh, you're probably uh, getting. You know, there's always some little chewing insect that get on them. The best thing to do, you want to get ahead of it. The first thing that I would do now, I would go ahead and apply the uh, copper fungicide on it so that no fungus gets on it. And then I would also uh, use a uh, uh, either eight or Captain Jack Dead Brew. Uh, any of those will just a, a good general insecticide. Just go ahead and spray it. Make sure you get the underneath of the leaves. You want to get that now before it really gets set in. Oh, and, I, and I would go ahead and repeat that in about two weeks. Oh, okay, yeah, because I cut it back. It was real big, and I cut it back, and it's sending a new shoot, and it keeps trying to to get the leaves on yeah. it, and boy, this is about the fourth year in a row I'm going, I'm doing something wrong here. Yeah, no, I would, uh, I would just go ahead, you know, you, you want to get ahead of spraying it uh, before we get uh, into the heat. Right now, they're just starting to butt up. Yeah. So, so go ahead and spray them with uh, the copper fungicide. Uh, that would be the first thing I would spray them with. And then as the leaf forms, then go ahead and spray it with uh, the eight. Okay. Oh, thank you so much, Angelo. All right. Have a great day. You too. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Good morning, Howard Angelo. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? I'm doing well. Um, I just had a question about arborvitae. I planted about 70 of them to form a screen between the road and the garden, and I did that about four years ago. They were probably about 18 inches. They were two feet tall. Uh, they do good. I put holly tone, iron tone. They do real well. And then winter comes, and I'm assuming it's the deer just eat them right down to nothing. I thought that deer didn't really bother them. That's kind of why I picked them in the first place. But Every year since all the foliage has been eaten away, they're getting weaker and weaker. Yeah. So I put uh, holly tone on, and I'm going to put iron tone on. I just wonder if you had any more suggestions or is there yeah, something no, you, I need you, to give up on. You're doing the, you're doing the, the best thing there. Um, uh, too bad that you know the, uh, there's a variety called Green Giant. Yeah, I know. I should have done that. Yeah, yep. that 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 would have been the variety to put in. Okay. Um, the, the, what I would do, the, you know, plant skid works really well. Uh, what I would do this fall, uh, before you get into, um, before we get into winter, I would go ahead and, uh, uh, spray it with that misted, you know, give it a real good misting on both sides. Uh, that generally it's worked extremely, extremely well for the winter. How long does that last? Because they usually have nothing else. It, like la- it, it, it lasts through the winter. It lasts through okay. the winter. And uh, uh, what, another thing that I would do is, you know, if, if we get a break in the weather, sometimes in uh, January or that, you can go ahead and reapply it again as long as the temperature stays uh, above freezing. Uh, the stuff works really well. I guess my concern is if I keep them, you know, keep them going, is this going to be an ongoing thing? I mean, it's just a losing battle that they're going to continue eating when they get big enough. And yeah, and, and they will. They will okay. once they got used to it. The um, you know the only other thing that uh, you could do is start replacing them piece by you know section by right. section with uh, green giants. Okay. Okay. And do and do I put iron tone also along with holly tone and blueberries or holly tone? Yes. Yep. No, no, I would do definitely. Both? I, would, I would do them both. Yes. Great. Thanks a lot. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Yep. Bye bye. Morgan Angelo. Hi, Angelo. I had a question about Persipia. 
they're very woody. And I called you last fall and you told me, you know, after they bloom out this spring, cut them down to maybe three, four inches. Yep. But I didn't ask you uh, what to do as far as fertilizing them. Always, I would always just, uh, plant, on, plant, plant on an iron tone. Okay. I would do that now. And then when it comes the end of June, uh, just put Osmoco down there. Okay, so put uh, put that down after I cut them back. Yeah, cut them down. Yeah, so you can cut them down, you know, right to the ground. They'll they'll come right back. Uh, feed them heavy with that, and then when it comes at the end of June, I would just put Osmocote. That'll carry the fertilizer well into uh, September. Okay, and if I can compliment folks at one of your stores, uh, I got some bag material the other day, and a couple of young gentlemen. They were challenged individuals, the most polite. Wonderful workers I've, I've run into, just delightful guys. Yeah, we, we compliment you. Yeah, we thank you so much. Yeah, we hire uh, quite a few of the challenged uh, that, that we uh, that they love to they love to be there. They love to help. They they really uh, it's it's a real blessing. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah. Uh, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for mentioning that, and I'll uh, I'll be uh, glad to pass that on. Very good. All right, you have a great day. Yeah, you do. Bye bye, Margot Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. <laughs> How are we doing? I'm doing all right. Hey, Angela, last spring I uh, put in four viburnum. I think the variety was a popcorn ball, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, they're leafing out nice um, right now, but hardly any buds for blooms. Uh, they, they will. They will. That they, uh, they will have. Uh, uh, they'll have buds on there. Uh, spray those. You know, put the. Um, uh, you know. You know, make sure that you know you spray them. You know now with the uh, copper fungicide. Okay. And then as soon as the leaf forms in full, make sure you spray them with eight. Uh, they they do get um, you know they do get the beetle on it, so you want to make sure that you get ahead of it. But well, I, I can see some blooms on there, but just just very you know just very few of them. Yeah, they you know as the plant gets older. Um, it will, you know, it will definitely bloom. It will, it will definitely a lot, get a lot more on there. One thing that I would do, and it's also down blooming, go ahead and cut it back. You know, take about right. uh, about half of the plant, cut it back, uh, feed right. it, feed it heavy, let it rebreak. And uh, but right now, the most important thing is to put the put the copper fungicide on it and put the eight as soon as the leaf is fully formed, so that uh, nothing gets to it. Okay, fair enough. Um, Angela, also, is there a variety of viburnum that gets some length to it? You know, the, the maybe six feet, seven feet. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they, yeah. There's uh, you know, there's a whole lot of them that do that. That is not uh, that. That's not an issue. Uh, you can start with uh, you know the, the uh, viburnum uh, shasta. Uh, that gets to be about um, oh, I would say uh, uh, shasta gets to be. You know, five or six feet. Okay. Um, uh, it's it's a, it's probably about one of the best ones over here. It's got phenomenal foliage. Uh, okay. You know, in the in the fall, a lot of berries. Uh, it's got uh, really a, you know it grows uh, extremely well. Uh, a lot of color. Um, uh, so that would be uh, one of the the varieties that uh, I, I would put in there. The um, uh, you know, another one uh, you can use uh, the uh, Shasta, like I said, that one, uh, the Cardinal Candy. Uh, it, it gets to be about four foot. Uh, a lot of um, a lot of berries. It berries up. It's a it's a much yeah. it's a slower grower. Uh, Blue Muffin is another one that uh, uh, it's it's more of a um, more of an upright. It gets to be about seven eight feet tall. Uh, you know, there would be a, you know, there would be a, a real good one. It's got a, uh, a great, uh, great color to it. 
Um, they're and, they're and, all deer resistant. And, and, aren't they? and they're all deer resistant. Absolutely, okay. all of them. Yes. Okay. And and as far as shade and sun goes, the, about six hours of sunlight. You know, okay. You know, you know, anywhere from four to six. If they get four to six hours of sunlight, uh, they will they will have plenty of time to bear, you know to fruit up. You know, get the flowers set and then fruit up. If they get less than that, they do well. But the, the chances of them fruiting up becomes very very uh, uh, little. Okay. Also, uh, Angelo, you uh, I, I didn't spray my apple tree. I didn't have an opportunity to do it, and I'm starting to leaf out and buds will probably pop this week. Uh, are, are the flowers on there now? They're 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 set and ready to go. They're not open yet. Yeah, I would uh I would you know if you can put the all season uh oil on there I would, okay. I would go ahead and do that. If you got a chance to do that today that would be a perfect day to do that. Okay. Um and then wait until the the petals of all the flowers fall off and the leaf is fully formed, then I would go ahead and uh, do it again. You can use all season oil all the way into uh uh, mid to late June, uh, and then I would just use the uh, the fruit tree spray uh, that Bonite puts out uh, just one time, and you should be pretty well set. At, at the end of June, I can hit it with yeah. the Bonite product? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, good advice, Angelo. Thanks a lot. All right. Have a great day. Yep. And you. Bye-bye. Morgan, our Angelo. Hi, Angelo. Um, we bought a house with a bocce ball court, and I've tried for the past three years to kill all the weeds. I've tried... Epsom salt with a little bit of di uh, dishwashing detergent. I've tried bleach, straight up bleach. I've tried weed killer, and nothing's working. Do you have any suggestions to try to kill all the weeds? Yeah, I would use uh, either a straight Roundup, or you can use a product called Burnout. Uh, Orto, Orto makes that. Um, and that spray with that, they should, um, they should take care of it uh, pretty quickly. Okay. Yeah, I, I tried taking the, the top layer of whatever was underneath out. I did all that last year. I probably got three garbage cans full and that still didn't work either. Yeah, so, I would yeah. I would I would and this is a perfect time to do it now. You're getting uh, all that fresh growth on there. That is the yep. best time to hit them. So I would go ahead and uh, do that now. Uh you got let's say today uh, this weekend this coming week you got a perfect week for that. You need about uh, five or six hours of dry weather uh, yep. after you apply it and that uh, that will take care of it from there. And then should I not rake everything that I see? Should I just apply it directly to what's growing on there now? Yeah, I would just go ahead and do the whole, I would do the whole court, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but do, do, do all of that. And then when, when, it, when it's all dried out, then I would go ahead and get a rake and rake it down. I see. Okay. Because you know, what you have on there, you have that uh, stone dust uh, as yeah. the cover. You really don't want to throw any of that away. You really want to keep as much of that there. Uh, so you just want to kind of take what, whatever breaks down on the weeds and get that out. But you want to keep the, the stone dust on the court. Okay. Very good. Thank okay. you, Angelo. All right. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye-bye. Morning, our Angelo. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Yes. Good morning. Yes. Last week, um, someone had called in and asked about uh, the daffodils that come up all green. Yes. And have the heads and they don't open. Did yeah. you ever find out what yeah. that was all about? Yeah, I did. I did. I'm glad you reminded me. I forgot to mention that on the beginning. Yeah, basically what it is when the uh, when the daffodils are real tight, uh, that they're squeezed together. It takes a whole season for that bulb to re to reset in there. So by next year they should be back to normal. That but well, they, they, they just they, they got squeezed uh, together the way the bulb was not formed. Uh, that's why you're getting either a very small flower 
or no flour. Because sometimes so you, you need to just split them. You mean? You oh yeah. Need to divide them up then. Yeah, one like the lady that called, she divided them and replanted them, but uh, when she did it, it, there was not enough time for the bulbs to get replenished for the following year. So they they would have um, you know enough time to, to form the flower into the bulb. Okay, because uh, mine, I haven't divided mine. They they're still in the ground, and they they've done this now for the last probably four to five years. Yeah, that I, mean, I get all greenery and no flowers. No, yeah, dig them up, dig them up, okay. and, and split them like in the the clumps. Okay. I I had to make them like about uh, three to three to four inches. Okay. Okay, and break those up a little bit, and okay. then replant them. Um, it'll it'll take one one season to where you you're either going to get some small flowers, or you're uh-huh. going to get no flowers. But then the following year, they'll be back. They'll be back to normal. Okay, my last question. Is Mexican heather supposed to be a perennial? Uh, Mex- yes. It is supposed to be a perennial because yeah. I can never get mine to come back the second year. Uh, it all depends what it's planted. I think you'd have to plant that very close to your, um, very close to your foundation. Okay, it's probably about three feet from the foundation. Yeah, I would put it on the, on the most protected area, and then I would also mulch it when it comes in the... You know, in the in the in the spring, you know. Okay. Okay, because I I haven't cut anything off. I didn't pull it out. I didn't do anything with it except cut it right down to the ground. But I don't see anything coming at this point. But I can never get it to come back for a second year. So I was just wondering if for sure that was supposed to be a perennial. It, it's it's a marginal. It's not. Okay. Uh, it's not like a. It's a zone six. Uh, world okay. zone five by but so by sometime by putting it closer to the foundation where they get the protection from the foundation yeah. that they might uh, they might make it okay great okay, all right thank you so much uh, i love you so okay thank you have a great day you too bye-bye morning good morning good morning how are we doing i'm great how are you Andrew? good good um i made a plan to plant some annuals and I bought four packets of seeds, and I drew the plant and everything, worked all the manure and compost in, and planted the seeds very carefully. Well, <clears throat> someone else uh, didn't know I had put anything on there, and he covered it all up with more manure and compost. And I'm thinking, do I have to start all over again now? That yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they've been way over-covered. Oh, yeah, okay. would, but you got plenty of time to do that. And the other thing is, how do you tell weeds in general from? Um, I mean, basically, it's it's all the things that uh, weed is something that you don't want. You know? so it's, uh, okay. we, all right. Well, the hour is gone. All we're, right. Well, thank okay, you. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye. Yeah. Bye bye. Well, beautiful weekend out there. The, the weather definitely looks spectacular. We finally got some uh, warm weather this week. Mother Nature. Definitely woke up. Uh, enjoy the weekend, and I'll be back next Saturday. Bye-bye. At Petiti's. Hi, this is AJ Petiti. Petiti's has everything you need to brighten your yard. Save 40% off our amazing trees and shrubs, plus our beautiful hanging baskets, our buy-two, get-one free. They're all Petiti-grown right here in Cleveland and delivered fresh daily to all of our stores. Stop into Petiti's for the highest quality and best value plants in Northeast Ohio. And shop from our amazing selection of all-weather patio furniture and dining sets. Now 40% off and now is the best time to get your yard looking its best and ready for the season pick up a scott's four-step program at any patiti's and save big
big with a mail-in rebate. And now, extended through Sunday, get a $20 Petiti gift card with your purchase. Don't forget to pick up a bag of Grubex at great savings. Stop in at Petiti's for these great savings and so much more. And Petiti's has partnered with Scott's miracle Grow to collect donations for the Cleveland Clinic Children's Hospital. Help us to create a more comforting care experience for these amazing children and their families. At Petiti's. 